His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Elementary school talent shows. You guys have probably been to a few over the years. What was the talent like? Oh, it was tremendous. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> off the charts. Well, your kids are very talented, so. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mine, of course, just won all the trophies. I'm sure. Well, there's a video circulating through Facebook that's getting millions of views. <laughs> it's fourth grader Adam Koronowski playing the famous song Imagine at the Lakeside Elementary School talent show. John Lennon, don't you think? Yeah. Guy's tremendous. Adam is 10, and he's been playing the piano half his life. (laughs) He seems to have a pretty good idea as to why this song and his performance touched so many hearts. It's a song about peace and hope and about no really, like, conflicts. And it has a lot of meaning behind it, especially, like, what time we're going through right now. His mom said that at the end of the heartwarming rendition, Adam took a little bow and the audience proceeded to applaud for what seemed like eternity. I could imagine. This guy was really good. So humble, though. Yeah, right? You said he was 30, right? Uh, 10. No, no, no. (laughs) 25? Nope, he's 10. I don't believe I mean, I haven't seen his birth certificate or anything. Yeah, I need some proof. Okay, so Jim needs proof. Doubting Jim will call him this morning. Mornings with his morning crew. Well, a couple of deputies were on their way to lunch in Youngstown when they got a call. They heard that there was a gunman in a grocery store. Oh, that's not good. No, and they had shot somebody. Uh, so they went there. They said, well, we'll just hold off lunch here. Let's check this out. And when they got there, it was a guy. Turns out the gun was a hammer. So a little miscommunication there, I think. He could have had a gun. I'm not sure, but he had a hammer. Okay. And so he was just, like, threatening people with a hammer. He ran back in. The deputies went in after him. And they're just trying to, you know, trying to solve this thing peacefully, Hmm. which is hard to do when a man's got a hammer and he's not happy. But uh, so one of the deputies, Jimmy Stafford, Stanford, he was kind of like, well, the other two were trying to get the guy, you know, dodging the swings, all the guy. He grabbed a 16-ounce can of Bush's extra brown sugar-baked beans. It was right there on the rack. He was strategically placed right there. And hit the guy in the back with it. Whoa! <laughs> yeah! Took him out with the beans? Bushwhacked him, yes! <laughs> Bushwhacked him. And it hit him with another one. He was loaded. Wow. <laughs> so, with it, beans? Yes. Wow. And it took the guy off guard enough and kind of hurt him a little bit. But mm-hmm. he was not. He was, didn't hurt him that much. But they were able to jump on him and get the get the hammer out of there. And no one really got hurt. Good. Except for the guy, you know, with the can in his back. Because that kind of hurts. Yeah. you got to have a license to carry these 16-ounce cans of Bush's Extra Brown Sugar Baked Beans. So the police officer threw the baked beans at the guy. Yes, he's licensed. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. So everybody's fine. And the sheriff says, you know, what what do you attribute this to? He goes, it's a can-do attitude. Oh, (laughs) man. That's funny. It is. I thought so, too. His morning crew. Saw this funny thing on Instagram that made me LOL. Every time I eat a salad, I'm like, my life better change after this. Anybody else feel that way? If I'm going to go to the trouble of eating a salad, 
It better make a big difference. I'm Allison along with Rob and Jim. We're his morning crew on his radio. Speaking of salad and vegetables, does anybody really have any idea how many servings they're supposed to have every day? Because there's a daily requirement. Mm. So Jim says six. I don't Allie? know. I have no idea. Jim actually is right key on. It's between five and 13 servings a day. Yeah, it depends on, you know, how much activity that you have. And what's a serving? Isn't it like your fist? Yeah, well, or something? a better way to put it is two to three cups. Is a one day. serving? No, 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 a day. Oh. Two to three cups a day. <laughs> she turned no, away. That, for a like, second. Whoa. So there might be some help for people like Allie that's like, wait a minute, that many servings that I need? Jim, we don't have to have a problem with. He already knows how much he needs. Mm -hmm. So how about... Doesn't mean he's doing it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But maybe he'll do it if it was in a powder. Specifically, broccoli. Broccoli is the hardest thing to do. They they ask that you do broccoli like every day. Sometimes broccoli, if it's raw, is like so mm. bitter. Depends on if you're like a broccoli fan or not. So in Australia, there's a company that's developed broccoli in a powder that makes it so easy to use. And here's the trend that they're doing. They're not just putting it in like a shake or water or something like that. They're putting it in lattes. What? Broccoli powder in your latte. Do they hate coffee? Are they trying to ruin it for us? No. Some people even dip their broccoli in it. So they thought, hey, if they're doing that, let's do a powder. And you and love so this. They are. You love this. I haven't tried it yet because it's not here yet, but I'd like to see if it would work. I don't drink lattes, but if it had broccoli in it, I don't know. Maybe. It's getting mixed reviews at one of the cafes that's actually doing this in Melbourne right now. So some people, you either love it or hate it hmm. when it comes to the broccoli powder in your latte. I like broccoli and I like coffee, but they Together? should be in separate rooms. They should in separate rooms? Yeah. Separate meals, right? Yeah, totally. It's just not right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll get it a try in a morning crew review at one time and, and mm. see. Let's see Jim's face when he has a broccoli latte. More than just pretty voices. It looks like Tammy's on the line right now. Yeah, Tammy wants to tell us something about her son, Zachary. We're celebrating my 15-year anniversary of adopting our son. He's 18, and um, he's got autism, and he really loves Mercy Me, and I was trying to find out when the tickets were going to go on sale for the concert. The good news is they're on sale. Yay. Yeah, so Yay. you can go to hisradio.com and, and get those tickets. Well, tell me about that 15-year-old boy of yours. Well, I was working with special needs kids in the school system, and I found out that he was in foster care and nobody was going to adopt him. And I seen a picture of him, and he was two and a half at the time, and I just fell in love with him, and we adopted him, and he turned 18 in February, and he's one of the joys of our life. We had three other children, but that we had on our own, and this one was is our baby now, and he's just an amazing little boy. Mercy me, the song I can only imagine is one of his favorite songs. It sounds like you want to bring your whole family. I would like to definitely bring him and my husband and myself and a little boy at our church that um, has leukemia. I want to take him too. Well, your family has big hearts. We just love the Lord, and, and part of that is loving each other. Well, tell you what, since you, since you have such the biggest heart, that anybody has around, I think we can give you four tickets to Mercy Me. That would be awesome. It's making me cry. The words of the song just kind of epitomize his little life. And, and you know, it just, 
just to be able to let him see we played this song at, at, at his adoption ceremony and just for him to see the people that actually sing the song just would mean a lot to me. Oh, these tickets are yours. You you enjoy that concert coming this fall. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. I know you've been on the edge of your seats wondering what happened to the green bananas, right? <sighs> this was Gosh. such a... If you were around last week and heard any of this, she, she bought a bundle of green bananas about a month ago. Yeah, it's been over three weeks now. Good memory. Uh, I bought these bananas and I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for them to turn yellow and they wouldn't. So we brought them in and I started asking for help and people gave tips all over the place. So I tried out their experiments and I'm here to report back. Okay, so which experiment first? All right, let's go with the fridge banana. Somebody said, put it in the fridge, okay? So I wrote on these bananas just so you would know, so we wouldn't mix them up. And don't eat it. (laughs) Right, I didn't want any, so I wrote on their experimental banana. Do not touch. So this one, still green. Okay. Fridge did not work. The next person said, put it in a bag and set it on top of the fridge because there's like some heat from the fridge. Okay. And then also being in a bag, it would help like the gases that turn it ripe. Yeah. And she has it like in a sealed Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. So this top of the fridge banana, I'd say it's a... No. Uh, no, it's about the same color as the fridge yes. banana, isn't it? Don't ask Rob. Well, he can it's tell colorblind. if something's the same color. Well, they both look the same to me. So if that, yes, if the, they're, they're the both green, they're green. They're both green. Okay. I will say the top of the fridge banana is a little softer. Jim, try it. I'm going to try and eat it. Jim's going to yeah. eat this one. Okay. Oh, what about, no. As he's opening up, what about the next one? Okay. So then someone said, set it outside in the sunshine. Well, then. So I did that. <laughs> it shriveled up into nothing. I'm not eating that one. <laughs> the side that was in the sun is black. It got baked. It is very mushy. Do you want to try it? Not Bob? that one. <laughs> oh, this one's not what, bad. But the other side, the bottom side, what color is it? It's yellow, so it doesn't look too bad. Should we peel it? You should have turned it over halfway through the weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it got burnt. It needed a little Fair sunscreen. Up. I broke it off. Take oh, thank one. you. Okay. Jim, try this one. No, I'm not <laughs> He's trying not that one. Come hey, on, be brave. I'll, I'll open that one. Okay, what's the, is that all the experiments, brave. or you have another one? Well, we've got one more. Okay. This was our control banana. All we did was leave it on the counter it's here. It's fluorescent yellow. In the studio, and it honestly looks the best. For real? <laughs> yes. That's crazy. It's pretty yellow, and it's not that brown. So, what did we learn, kids? Buy yellow bananas. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. a good point. She bought plantains, evidently. <laughs> so, leave it on the counter. Don't mess with it. Yeah, and then it'll go all <laughs> on its own. Mornings with his morning crew. Okay, I just got a Facebook message. Somebody wants to know the results of what happened with the banana experiments from last week, which to keep you, get you up to speed, Allison, three over three weeks ago, mm-hmm. bought a bundle of bananas that's stayed green for two weeks and so she's like what do i do and then you gave us a bunch of advice and allison did experiments over the weekend on these bananas i bought these green organic bananas because they were on sale and little did i know they would become famous but (laughs) (laughs) so i literally tried everything you told me to do i put it in a paper bag with an apple i put them on one on top of the fridge in a bag i put one in the fridge and i put one outside in the sun and then i had a control banana that was just sitting on the counter 
and I'm sorry to say, but none of them were great. I think my favorite is the one she left out in the sun for three days because half of it is just like burnt black solid. Yeah, that one looks the worst. And it's really, really mushy. Okay, Terry wants to chime in. What's up, Terry? I was just calling about my idea to have her put the bananas in the sun. I'm sorry it didn't work. (laughs) I think she probably left it out too long because it was, what, three days? Yeah, maybe a day would have been good. She didn't put any suntan lotion on it. There's no protection, (laughs) no screening, and it burnt and fried. Yeah, maybe put an SPF 50 on it next time. (laughs) That was the missing thing. But none of the ideas were very good, so don't feel bad. Okay, well, was it plantain? Well, some of them turned kind of yellowish, so I don't know. I'll tell you, the one that she had up on the fridge in a Ziploc bag over the weekend, we tried it. And f- to me, it tasted like a ripe banana this time. Well, I'll be darned. I-, I don't know what to think now. Just don't leave a banana out in the sun for three days. Well, it just needs to be rotated. <laughs> His morning crew. Olivia Cox is a young lady that had a huge dream. She saw a need and she wanted to get books to the Ukraine. But all of a sudden she started feeling very ill. She was going to be a freshman at Richmond Hill High School. And then she got diagnosed with ALCL, you know, a rare form of uh, blood cancer. And with hours, within hours of learning that, she passed away. I mean, it was that quick. Well, her love and passion is so contagious to the entire community in Richmond Hill and the Coastal Empire that this community wants to keep Olivia's dream alive. They have a Facebook page. It's called Keeping Olivia's Dream Alive. They're selling T-shirts that help make uh, up for some of the costs for medical expenses, but most importantly, donation of books to send over to the Ukraine. I mean, this got so huge that as they continue to post some of the different locations where you can drop off these books, that there are lines of people wrapped around the buildings with books in their hands wanting to donate so that they can get these books to the Ukraine to keep Olivia's dream alive. And to me, that just brings so much hope. A loving community that wants to help out like that. What a great idea she had. I mean, she's definitely leaving a legacy. And for such a young girl to do that is really remarkable. Just getting ready to be a freshman Mm. at Richmond Hill High. And look what her legacy is leaving behind. Well, you don't have to be uh, important with a big name. Just uh, somebody with a pure heart that wants to do something good and inspires everybody else. Love and passion. God uses that and multiplies it in huge ways. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Dust off your sunglasses from the 1990s because those tiny sunglasses are really hot right now. (laughs) They were big back in the 90s, and apparently they're one of the hottest fashion trends right now. Tiny sunglasses. Tiny sunglasses? Mm -hmm. What about those big honking things I see people wearing? Those are out. Oh. You want to wear tiny ones, and you wear them on the bridge of your nose. So, in fact, I found a 10-minute long video on YouTube that explains how to take a great selfie while wearing tiny sunglasses. So I've noticed with these sunnies, you kind of have to angle your camera up. So you hold your camera up like this just to give yourself an angle, and then you kind of put it lower on your nose. This is a thing. And then you take the photo. And that was just a quick little how to take a photo with these specific sunnies. Yeah, oh quick. Word. It was 10 minutes. I, I watched the whole thing. Are there notes on this? I didn't get them all down. <laughs> I got a test coming up next yeah. 10 minutes. So put them on the bridge of your nose. Hold your camera up. You'll look great in your selfie. Okay, wait. 
So these are sunglasses. Yes. So what good does a sunglass do? Sunglasses do Rob, if they're on the tip of Rob, your nose. Rob, well, fashion. Rob. <laughs> that is a wonderful question because that is the big problem with these tiny shades because sunglasses have a functional purpose, right? It's supposed to. To protect our eyes from harmful UV rays. More than taking a selfie. And according to the experts, tiny sunglasses aren't going to do that. Uh-huh. Your eyeballs can sunburn and only 15 minutes of exposure can damage your eyeballs. Ouch. Yeah. So, sorry, Jim, but you may not want to wear your tiny sunglasses. Well, I've been watching this video over and over again trying to get the right <laughs> selfie, but I noticed she's inside taking this. So. Where it's safe. She's inside, yeah, yeah. and, and it, they're barely tinted. It's just, you know, and she's pretty like myself. She's pretty like you? <laughs> so, it's just a fashion what? thing. So, you're going to wear them inside is what you're yes. saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Thank Can't you. wait to see Jim's selfie mm. in these tiny sunglasses. It's important. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Yeah, my friend Madison Sawyer. She's a CBS 11 uh, traffic reporter. And uh, the other day, she noticed, in this is in Dallas, she noticed while she was looking at all the camera stuff, there's a pig out on the highway. They don't normally travel these routes, these pigs. So she thought, hey, something's up there. And then she said there's a man that came and kind of like pinned the pig next to the guardrail, kind of corralled him there. Wasn't holding him up there because there's strong little things. And uh, so she's doing this thing on Twitter and she's just giving a, a blow by blow. And uh, she's, she's rather humorous, in fact. And uh, <laughs> she's talking about how the man's more nervous than the pig because the pig seems to be pretty content there by the guardrail with his new friend. And then also the, the guy leaves. He's on the phone. He seems nervous. And, and she's going crazy. She goes, oh, my gosh, the man is leaving, but the pig is staying there. And then, and then he comes back. And then she's calling. She wants to call the pig rescue squad, whoever they are. And, uh, and it's, this goes on forever. She goes, this guy's been there like 30 minutes waiting for someone to come help this pig. And this pig is rather large. As more people come, finally, I think state troopers came along. And uh, they said, we're not sure what they're going to do, but uh, arrest the pig or whatever. But they finally corralled this pig into a truck. And, of course, as it gets in the truck, they realize, wow. She says, it confirms my uh, uh, earlier uh, statement of this pig is big. <laughs> and she's just going on. And of course, going viral. People are following her. It's a big story about the pig. The pig is safe. It Good. got into the truck. Mm. Everything is fine. But uh, there is one tweet that was rather funny because, you know, people in Texas, they get a little proud of things. But uh, <laughs> she said, you know, if this was uh, Fort, uh, where is she from? Fort something in uh, Texas. What's it called? Fort, Fort Worth. Fort Worth. I think it's probably going to say Fort Wayne. That's Indiana. Fort Worth. She goes, this is Fort Worth. That pig would have been corralled and off the highway. Come on, Dallas. <laughs> and then she put a disclaimer. I'm from Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. so they know how to handle pigs in Fort Worth. Exactly. You already be bacon. Once they go, oh, no. Oh, wow. They would never do that. A redefining <laughs> roadkill there. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I'll tell you somebody who has fuel and passion. His name is Michael Ketterer. He has six kids. He's a pediatric health nurse and he and his wife decided our six children are adopted. And they did that out of foster care after they got involved in foster care. It was like these kids, this is their forever home. They are Ketterers. Well, he wants to live out his dreams in front of his kids. And he just got to do that on America's Got Talent. One of the things that happens, especially because my children came out of foster care, when you're surviving, you can't dream. 
And that has been one of the most rewarding things is providing them with a home and a safe environment where they're free to dream. That's nice. And so I'm here because I want to show them that if their dad can live out his dreams, then nothing's impossible for them. So on that stage of America's Got Talent, Michael lived out his dreams like this in front of his kids in that big crowd. And though you'll never know, you'll never have just the way that I love you, all the way that I love you. As he's singing that song, you see his kids and his family at side stage. And every word of this song, he's singing about his children. Know what happened at that point? Simon was so moved, he was so touched, he went over and he hit that coveted golden button. And that guy's going all the way through, doesn't have to do anything else. He's in the finals of the America's Got Talent. Chills. I know, right? (laughs) What an awesome dad he is. What a great example for his kids. Yeah, I don't think, I have to think about this, but I don't think I've gone this far to teach my kids a lesson. (laughs) Maybe I should go on there. But you come you here think? every day. That teaches yes. them first Okay, I go farther is what I mean. <laughs> it teaches me a lesson every day. What? I don't know what it is, but it's something. <laughs> Mornings with his morning crew. Many parents don't know how to keep their kids safe online. In fact, I was reading that something like 7% of parents even care. You know, and, and are d- taking active steps to do something to protect their kids. That's a small percentage. Well, it's probably because uh, they don't know all the resources that are available. Mm-hmm. So it's been really eye-opening for me kind of looking into this. Uh, so we want to share some of those tips and resources with you. I found some cool ones through the Michigan Child Protection Agency. And one of the things they suggest doing is enabling safe search mode which you can do with probably all search engines, but you know, like Google, Bing, YouTube even has it built in. So enabling a safe search mode will prevent inappropriate content from appearing on the screen. Which is good. Yes, (laughs) very good. So it's not like you just have to rely on telling your kids and hoping they don't you know, stumble across something, you can actually be an active participant in this and, you know, do something to make sure. So I've put all of these steps and it's it's pretty simple of how to do this for Google. There's um, a website that you visit, you click a couple of options and click save and bam, you know, this, this will be implemented on the computer that your kids use. Yeah, it really works. You've got to stay, what is it, logged into Google for all of this to take place in that search engine alone. But you'll see all of this on that blog post. If you text the word safe right now, just one word, don't do emojis or your name or anything, just the word safe to 800-447-7234. We'll get you to that blog post. And also, since Kirk Cameron came out, with Connect, which is a DVD, real help for uh, parenting kids in the social media world. That's going to be another tool in your toolkit to help you out as you're navigating life with your kids on social media and searching the net and stuff like that. So just leave a comment on that blog post that Allison was just telling you about, and you could win that DVD from Kirk Cameron as well, which is called Connect. Again, 
The word is safe at 800-447-7234. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Last time Jim gave us a fashion tip, it was his beloved men's romper. (laughs) (laughs) But I understand he's now has a new fashion tip, our producer Jim Mann, to share with you. Yes, for the record, they were were not my beloved. Oh, they were very comfortable? (laughs) Did you have to change it? Did you return them? Uh, Oh, yeah, I gave them back to you, Rob. So, uh... (laughs) We all know that sweatpants are the most comfortable things you can wear. Love them. We, that's just, everyone knows that, right? Sure. Or okay. leggings. You like leggings. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and overall. Last time he was in leggings, it was all oh, gym, please. <laughs> And overalls, which I've never owned overalls. For but real? They're supposed you to be comfortable. You got the plaid shirt. I know. I, I can see Jim in overalls. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, if you put those together, what do you have? I'll tell you what you I have. Know, what? Swoveralls. Huh? <laughs> you ever heard of swoveralls? It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it's like basically cottony uh, overalls. Okay. That's what it is. And uh, so it's for guys and girls. They look cute on girls, but guys, yeah, 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 I don't know. It's better than those lace things that came out a while ago, so I'll give it that. But uh, they had a a Kickstarter, and they funded funded it in 23 hours. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So those overalls. Yeah, but they had had an original version first. Listen. One was a hit, but we know that there's plenty of room for improvement. Higher quality buckles, more durable buttons, a functional inside front pocket to put your valuables in, a wider variety of colors and fabrics. I think think we should get this for the station, have a logo on it. Yes. (laughs) It's Radio Swovel. Matching Swoveralls. Swoveralls. Great. We don't have to think about what we're going to wear today. We just put the overalls on. And nice in. and comfy. Yeah. What do you and say? A, and an inside pocket for your valuables so you don't have to carry your purse. Put your computer in there. <laughs> nice. Well, Jim's really thought this through. Yeah. Have you noticed? He wants a set. Yeah. Overalls. Overalls. Said it right. Huh? Overalls. Yeah. Let's do it. What color are you going for? Oh, lavender. Yeah. I see Jim more in a hot pink. What? Yeah. More than just pretty voices. Let me tell you about somebody who is incredibly honest, and that is Kate Winja. She is so honest, it even cost her a state title. See, she plays for a Christian college in golf, and they're going up for this state title. She um, didn't sign the right scorecard, and she accidentally did a swing that nobody really caught, and she turned herself in. So instead of the school coming in first place, they came in second place because of her honesty. And here's what she tweeted. Obviously, today didn't go as planned, but God has planned us through uh, certain situations for his glory. Blessed with the ability to play golf and to play golf for God's glory. Thanks for all who love and support. I mean, she had just had a great spirit about this whole thing. That takes a lot of guts to do that because it's not just her that is not getting the state title. It's her teammates. Yeah. It's her entire school. You know, that's a big deal. Man, I remember when there was another golfer who did that. He, like, no one saw what he did. And it made more news of his honesty because that sticks out these days. It does, doesn't it? That's why I'm always sticking out here. <laughs> I was kidding. Uh, no. Well, we to be honest. That was funny. <laughs> you want us to be honest? Yeah. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs>